Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live at Seattle Crown Hotel here in downtown Seattle. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Tracy Klinkroth of Chick Chat Seattle. Michael Kotzman, our food and wine ambassador. He's back. Um, Fancy Frenchwood will be joining us here shortly. And we have our guest host, Cameron Wong, for um, Bachelor from the Bean Tegal auction coming up. How are you guys doing? <laughs> so, unfortunately, we can't say that it is a beautiful sunny day. It, it looks more like February again. I think that we got stuck in a rewind on February. It's been, I don't know, sad, very sad. But that's okay. We're in a um, beautiful little bar here at uh, Seattle Crown Hotel. It, the layout is fabulous. It's very comfortable. They've got pretty much every kind of seating arrangement you can imagine. Uh, bar seating, bench seating, table seating, intimate, more open. It's a very fun place. It's very warm in here, too. I mean, they got the, the yellow lights going on over the bar, and it may be gray and cloudy and rainy outside, but it's nice, warm, and warm feeling inside. Yeah, most definitely. It makes up for the lack of sun across the street there. Mm-hmm. Out there. It's very nice in here. It is. We like it. Okay, today's show is um, being brought to you by Seattle Crown Hotel. So if you get a chance and you're out and about, uh, pop on in here because uh, we've got some fabulous prizes we're going to be doing drawings for. Um, Fancy Frenchwood from Living the Fancy Life is going to be drawing for a two-night stay in Vegas. So you're going to have a choice of hotels for that. We're also going to be drawing for um, a bottle of wine and a couple uh, wine tastings over at Chateau Saint-Michel. So love our sponsors. Okay, we are going to be moving forward. Uh, we're waiting on our first air tasting for the show. And um, fortunately for them and a little unfortunately for us, the bar is busy. So I guess we'll be doing our tasting in a, a few minutes. Good to come down. It is. It is a good sign. Okay, so Miss Tracy, our uh, social food for thought. And um, I'm going to angle this to you guys because, as a lot of people know, I have not been single in 26 years. So I really can I can state the questions, but I can't really comment on a whole lot on them. Uh, the food for thought is when single and out in public, remember, it's always a first impression. You may meet your future something's best friend before you ever meet them. Your future something. So like that means I'm dating. It could be things a, or you know so your future some fiance oh. husband you know because sometimes you can be a fiance and never make it to husband. So I'm just your future something, but you meet the best friend first, and if you make a bad oh, impression, oh, 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 then you're friend. you're eating crow for a really long. Now you're fighting oh, uphill. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you disagree? I just threw that. I out mean, here. when you go when you go when you go out and you're meeting. When you're out in public, always you've got to always it's your first impression. It's never you can't ever not be on. It's kind of like being on the radio show. You always have to be on, yeah, on, on, on. Yeah. And Cameron's looking at me with a silly grin on his face, like, yeah. (laughs) As a single guy, I just realized that you kind of always have to be put together. Yeah. Just in case the whole thing you're talking about with the only one chance to make a first impression. That's true. I remember from a long time. Oh ago. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, we've just dated ourselves, haven't we? <laughs> well, I went to um uh, my um what do you call it storage unit with my hair up on my head and like totally not dressed nice. Oh and yeah. And there that's, you run into and somebody. Cute guy. Yeah. yeah and it was with my girlfriend there and and we shared like the elevator up and then we were leaving and we saw he'd already left. So I'm like, oh he was kind of cute and she's like, oh yeah he's totally checking me out and then we walk around the corner. And he's and like, hey, and, and I'm like, oh, hi. So, yeah. 
But you're right. Like, you know, whenever you, you look your crappiest, like when you go into the to the grocery store to get something really quick, and then you see like that ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, and you're like dodging and trying not to, you know, let them see you. And then inevitably they always do. Well, and they look good and you look, you know, like And it's not even, and, it's not even the ex-boyfriends or girlfriends or the, the one that you've been thinking about dating or it can be that snarky little thing from high school who always thought that they were better than you. I mean, it's oh, yeah. always that one person that you really, in the world, you just did not want to see. Like you. catching out the cheerleader. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one who beat you at the last race you ran or something when you fell on your face. It's always. So, yes, always put your best foot forward because, honestly, you really don't have any other choice. <laughs> okay, Mr. Michael, I believe that our beverages have finally come, and you get to tell us about them. Yes, uh, it's actually called the Regatta Havoc, and it's um, uh, nicely laced with uh, Myers Dark Rum and uh, pineapple juice with some cream and some uh, delicious, uh, other, I'm not sure what else, something else in there, too, but um, really nice. Ooh, it's very tropical. Mm-hmm. Yummy. That's it's my... got nice spice to it. It's really nice. It does. Mm-hmm. Well, and everybody who, who listens to me, they know. <laughs> My husband always says he has two types of, of beverages. It's good or it's bad. Uh-huh. And I've realized when I go back and listen to the shows that um, if I like it, it's yummy. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, you know, this is one of those drinks like, hey, you know, it's really cloudy and rainy outside. You know, you can make your, like, your people have Zen gardens. You can do like one of those little oh, yeah. sandboxes, you know, with the sun lamp next to you. Yep. You, can, you can pretend. You can pretend. And have a drink like this. Perfect. Yes, most definitely. I like it. So this is one of their signature mm. drinks, correct? That's really good. Yeah. Yep. It's causing havoc on me right now. You feel like a pirate. It has no rum in it, right? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I like that. Should, should I give you the captain pose? Piratey. <laughs> captain Morgan. I really wish I was drinking one of these when I was at Alki on Saturday. You know, when it's 85 degrees. I know. Oh, I my know gosh. Perfect, I think. That's why one's got to have one of those uh, inside sun zen garden. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I was in my car driving in here. It was 74 degrees when I left, and it was 67 by the time I got here. I just, okay, weather, not going to get derailed. That's just too sad. Too, too sad. <laughs> it's either that or we're cooking alive down south. So Yeah, most definitely. So we are going to jump in for... Um, Actually, we're going to introduce our first sponsor for this show. It is um, Jewel Mint by Kate Bosworth. And it is a new jewelry company that has come into the area. And um, Miley is going to be telling us a little bit about who they are and what they do. So, hello, Miss Miley. Hi. Thanks for having me again. Of course. We love having you. You always have fun, interesting, cool things to bring us, and we like that. Yeah. So, the new thing we have going on is um, a jewelry line by Kate Bosworth. She started it with her longtime stylist and best friend, Cher Couture. It retails for $29.99 on the website. Um, They've just launched the Seattle market pretty aggressively. So excited about that. Um, Everything's available online, and we are pursuing a lot of different events to show the jewelry, but we have a great deal for your listeners. We love deals. Um, Your listeners can get 50% off Jewel Mint by going to the website and at checkout, Entering the code Seattle seven seven five, and they get fifty percent off, um, making it just fourteen ninety nine for Ooh, their first I love purchase. It. Hello, hi Tracy. <laughs> um, 
uh, I was approached, it's so funny, by Julia. Yeah. And it's really cool because it's different than, mm-hmm. you know, like the style and depth. So can you explain right. it? Cause it's yeah, like I can you, explain how it is different. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a jewelry club. It's a little bit like Kim Kardashian's shoe dazzle, but you're not obligated to purchase and they never send you a piece without your permission. So when you sign up, um, you become a member and you basically are signing up for them to send you an email every month um, with pieces that they think would fit best for you. And then you can either choose to purchase a piece at first six days of the month or choose to skip. And you can also cancel your account at any time. It's really easy. They have the best customer service. And if you skip, then you don't pay the twenty nine ninety nine. You don't. Okay. Nope. You don't. And then if you cho- if you don't respond and you don't skip, they do charge your account twenty nine ninety nine. But they give you a credit, and you can redeem that any time, or you can okay. choose to accumulate credits. And there's different um, celebrities that yeah. they collaborate with, right? There are. What do they um, collaborate with celebrities to create a new piece every month, but they benefit a charity of the celebrity's choice. So Sienna Miller did a bracelet, um, and it benefited the International Medical Corps. And 50% of the proceeds of the sales of those bracelets goes directly to the International Medical Corps. Yeah. I like how that yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very cool. So they go to, can you say again where the listeners it's go to? It's www.jewelmint.com, um, and they enter code Seattle775, and they'll get 50% off of their purchase. Very nice. So, I mean, there's like, yeah. actually no reason why you shouldn't do it. I mean, fourteen ninety nine, you I mean, can't yeah. lose. And if you can, like you said, it's really great customer service and mm-hmm. cancel any time if you don't want to or just get a cool piece of jewelry every yeah. month. Yeah, and you can, so a lot, fun. Kate wears all the pieces and she wears them mostly before they get launched, but um, she's very involved in the company and it's a great way to have a little piece of Hollywood out in Seattle. So so can you tell us a little bit about what inspired her to do this? I mean, what's her... You know, <clears throat> Kate loves to travel and so does Cher. And so a lot of times they'll travel to markets um, all over the world. <clears throat> find vintage pieces usually that inspire them for the oh, most okay. part. Um, they obviously are watching today's fast fashion, but a lot of their pieces, you know, remind me of fashion, you know, from years, years ago, uh-huh. years and years ago. So I know I was speaking at some of yeah. the pieces when I got the the um, link. And I was like, yeah. oh, these are fun. I know. It is. They're really fun pieces, you know, and it, you're not dropping a lot. It's not like buying a piece of Tinsity and Company or anything like that. There definitely are costume jewelry pieces, you know, but for the price you get what you pay for. So love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, you are going to be a sponsor with us for a little while. So we people are. have plenty of time to check out your stuff. Yes, absolutely. Um, and actually, I think you guys are going to be at the Social Swap In Shop at Apex on we, September 1st. We are going to be there. And then anytime you catch us at an event, if you order a piece directly while we're here, we also give you a free piece to take with you. Oh, okay. Now so that can actually, even If more. you're at a socially savvy <laughs> event, you can actually get two pieces for the discount price. Oh, we like that. So. Yep. Two pieces so only 14. at the event. You'll never get that online or anywhere else. So, so see, it pays to show up to the socially savvy events. Not yes, only do it you get fabulous happy hours, not only do you get fabulous swag, you get great everything. Yeah. And so where is the next event for the listeners? So the next event for the listeners is going to be at the Amazon um, Grill in Bellevue and then the um, Swap and Shop at Apex on September 1st. Great. Yummy. We'll so be there, Lots too. of Lots so of thank uh, you. options. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. All right. Next. And your drinks look delicious. They are delicious. They are very, <laughs> they are delicious. They're scrumptious. What's the name of this drink again? Regatta Havoc. Regatta. Oh, Havoc. I like that. I like okay. that, too. All right. Next up, what is it, what it is to be socially savvy brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. I think they've been a sponsor since your first show, right? Since day Sessions? one. Okay. 
Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwipes.com. So this is where Fancy and I get to turn the show over because we are so totally not single. <laughs> to our single cohorts. <laughs> we are. So to, um, today's obviously socially savvy topic is what it is to be socially savvy and single today. And we thought this was appropriate because we do have a few of our hosts who are single, as well as our guest host, Cameron. Um, and so we wanted to put it out there. I mean, I've been married for 26 years. Fancy's been married. And it's really hard to kind of, there are so many people who are out there single right now. And in this world where everything is changing, it's like, how do you be savvy? How do you deal with, with being out there with all these different venues, all these different places and ways of meeting each other and groups? And do you join a group? Do you not join a group? And if you go into a bar, how do you do it? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's more rules than elementary school. It just, I can't even even fathom. So what is it to, for you guys to be socially savvy single? What does that mean? Well, do we want to talk about um, what Cameron's involved in first? Because that's very, being a socially savvy single. Are we waiting for that? About the, well, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but one thing is to, is to um, give yourself up for charity, which is what Cameron's doing in a a bachelor auction, which I think that's very socially savvy. We're going to talk about that in a little while. Um, But, you know, yes, I, I am single, and I put on my Facebook often. I have little questions and dating stories and stuff, and it, those are always the, the the posts that get the most comments. It's really funny. Um, I think it's hard for both genders because I think that as women have become more independent and making more money and kind of doing their own thing, men sometimes don't understand what their role is supposed to be anymore. Um, uh, but that said... I do think that um, with just you can be a strong, independent, and feminist woman, and you still—I mean, I do. I'd like anybody else to weigh in. I still want somebody to open the door for me. And well, I want—I gotta throw something in about that. Is uh-huh. that. My last girlfriend, she actually got mad at me because I opened the door for her. Okay, years. well then, there's something wrong with that. And I didn't know your last girlfriend, but I—I I, I question why she would get mad at you opening the door for her. You know, it's—it's it's funny because it's like I always—I always thought you're supposed to be polite and. You, know, you are, and you have really good manners. or whatever, yeah. and you know, nowadays it's so hard when you're walking that line of like, well, do you give the girl, do you have her do her thing, or do you pay for the bill? I mean, so for me, I'm kind of old-fashioned in that I, you know, I assume that the first date, you have to pay. The guy has to pay, right? I would appreciate if the girl is, was gracious. I've had a couple experiences where the girl is definitely not gracious. Doesn't say thank you for me paying the bill, what have you, but as a, you know, when I'm going on a first date, I just assume that the guy has to pay. Well, and, and Tracy and I have talked about this on the show before. One of the things that I don't think you can ever go wrong with, and if you do, you're in the right, is manners. I mean, yeah. I have three boys. I've raised them. <clears throat> when they hit 12 years old, I don't ever open a door again. I stood in front of a glass door until my 16-year-old came back and opened the door for me because my head was a bobbin and my hand was on my hip, and he's like, oh, mama's going to kill me. And and I, I think at least my perspective on it is, is if you – um, take that road, even if somebody goes, well, you know, I can take care of it myself. Okay, fine, you can take care of it yourself. But she still, if you're that woman who feels that way, you don't need to be rude about it. You're being polite. It's basic manners. There's yeah. nothing, I mean, that's got a, what, a thousand year history versus a 20 year history. I mean, I, yeah, I've always had good manners, you know, and I kind of thought that's how you're supposed to do it in the 
in a dating world, but uh, well, you, okay, you are supposed to do it that way, and I think any woman worth her weight. I mean, does she does she allow you to pay for her? What my extra? Yeah, huh. I mean, when yeah, you would I, go out, I, I did okay. pay quite a bit. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, not pay for her, but pay yeah. for the date. So she was okay with that, but she wasn't okay with you opening the well, door. I don't yeah, really understand. Not all the time, she said, but yeah. that's just what I'm used to because I'm the youngest in my family. I have two older sisters. My mom is a very strong personality, you know. But you know, I just thought that, that when you're dating, that's you have to be polite, you have, to be, you have good manners. You, know, you should, right? and and the thing is, I think it's a lost art, unfortunately. And that's, that's actually happened to me as well. So I, I I've had that same experience, Cameron. Um, I think the best that when that happened to me, I was just like, wow, you know, I'm just, I can open my own door. And I was like, well, you can also pay for your own bill too. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Okay, well, um, I posted a, a recent date experience on my Facebook page and I got feedback on it so we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. So I did meet a gentleman from that I met from an online dating site. I really can't remember who suggested the date because I know some of you are going to say, well, but you know, you meet somebody online and you never know. You just kind of say, okay, we should meet. So we met what was supposed to be drinks, which turned into dinner, which was two bottles of wine and dinner and everything, and then he suggested that we go someplace else to kind of continue the date and conversation. And um, the bill comes, and I pretty much am always one who at least feign, <laughs> like going into my purse and getting my credit card and and paying, but he didn't even allow me to do that. But then I, but I would prefer, quite honestly, when I did that, for the guy to say, oh, no, I'm the, this is the first date, okay. Say, oh, no, I've got it. Because then I have many times, um, after I'm dating somebody, I have no problem paying for the entire night out or meal or tickets or the case may be. But when the bill came, he said, "So what do you want to do? You want to split it?" And I was like, "What do you What do you say to that? You can't just say no, you cheap ass. I really want you to get it." But I said, "Sure." And in the back of my head, the whole time was like, "Okay, try not to be judgmental. Try not to be judgmental. Try to, you know, because I actually liked him up until that point. But it definitely killed your mood, right? Totally." Done and I'm not a gold digger. Right. I can take care of myself, but as like I think, like you said, I don't know. Yeah, I especially mean, since he wanted to continue the date. All it was I wanted only... someone to offer, and I'm totally fine yeah. paying at that point. But well, but you said you have women who don't even thank oh you my for God, dinner. I went on a date. I went last year. I went on two dates with a girl, and the bill was over hundred dollars each time. And you know, I mean, it's not like I go out all the time, but she never once said thank you, and okay. I was really upset by that. So obviously, I don't. As you should be, and you didn't go on a third date, yeah. No, I don't understand that behavior either. Okay, so again, you know, so the two single people are talking, and I'm married one, and the thing that occurs to me is even when I go out with friends, I almost think about it the same way as if you're going out with a friend. It's the first date. You haven't had a chance to really establish a relationship. If somebody, if I invite somebody to lunch, say, hey, I want to take you to lunch. It's the, I want to take you to lunch. That's not, why don't you meet me for lunch? I think here's where I have to, and I ask this question because you guys deal with this all the time. Do you think it's that people don't listen enough when they're talking? I mean, if a gentleman asks a woman, I'd like to take you to lunch, if you take a look at that from a logical point of view, you've asked to take her to lunch. That means that you're paying. That would be the, the gentlemanly type of thing to do. If they say, let's meet for lunch. Logistically, if you look by, and this is where I think the definition is, if you're going to be, if, if we've got to create boundaries and you've got to make it so that, it's like you guys are both talking, it's it's confusing. You guys don't know until the end of dinner <laughs> what's going to happen. 
I can tell you that I'm no expert. I, I'm still totally confused by this whole thing. However, if I'm going to, you know, if I ask someone out for lunch or for dinner or what have you, then yeah, I expect I'm going to pay. If I'm interested in this person, I'm going to pay. But if there's no, you know, if we're just, if it's friendly conversation with, you know, between a man and a woman, then yeah, I mean, that's not a date. But the hardest thing for me is trying to figure out what is a date and what's not. Yeah. Well, there's just some cheap people. Because I, I, did, I did allow for a second date. And he brought over a bottle of champagne, and then we didn't drink it. <laughs> and then he was leaving, and he's like, where's that bottle of champagne? And I was like, whoa, really? You're going to take the bottle of champagne home? Move right is, is that, along. No, is that, okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's like not just a red flag. Yeah. That's like a big old screaming flag mm-hmm, like this at the end mm-hmm. of the, okay. I know for me, it's like, uh, you know, if I, I ask somebody, whether it be meeting somebody for lunch, I already know in my head that I'm probably going to pay for this. Unless I get the feeling that the date's not going very well and she offers, like, to pay half, yeah. that's a signal for me that, you know, yeah, it's not going well for yeah, her either. Exactly. So then okay, I'm okay with that. But I know that if I ask someone to go out for, for lunch, or I usually do lunch because it's easy, it's, it's, it's not big stress, and, you know, it's, it's like inviting your mother-in-law out for lunch or something. And just, it's, it's cool, but it's, like, it's not very stressful. It's a very yeah. uh, casual atmosphere. And if it goes well, then, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm going to pay for that. But if it goes well, I'm going to ask for a second date. And I'll probably pay for that, too. So after that, you know, it just becomes whether, you know, then you can get the feeling where she's probably like sometimes, well, I'm going to pay next time. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Then you know it's going really well. And isn't that nice when a woman actually pays for you, too? I mean, I I think that. That's a nice gesture. Shows that the woman's interested in the guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, like, my favorite thing to do, I think, is just taking turns, right? So if I'm going to pay the first date and it goes well, and you know, maybe I'll pay for the second date. But at one point, it'd be yeah. nice to, you know, instead of splitting the bill fifty-fifty, just to have one person take charge mm-hmm. and pay the bill, what have you. But mm-hmm. that's just me. Because in the end, you get more if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bow. <laughs> I can I, another socially unacceptable thing to do as a singleton when you're going out on a first date because quite honestly, right, a lot of us meet people online or maybe you meet them out once and then you go and you have a second date. I mean, and you ha- you kind of have it here. And I have a, had had too many stories told by friends that the person they meet like just has consumes too many adult beverages and just right like, under the table. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Well, and it's funny because we do have that under socially unacceptable. Um, this actually came up from another listener, and it was more of a general. It wasn't necessarily about people, but um, to drink too much or get drunk when invited to an event by a friend, which means the friend's been invited to an event, they've invited you, you show up, you get sloshed, and you know now looks bad for the friend. And, yeah. and you're getting and these people, it's, the beverages are free, so that just makes it look even worse. If you're going to go into a situation where you were not directly invited by the host, you have to take a look at it from the standpoint that somebody has trusted you and invited you along to be a part of something and to be disrespectful enough to overindulge and then embarrass them. You know, The whole purpose of being socially savvy is so that people will re-invite you out unless you want to stay home with your seven cats and four dogs. I, I don't, <laughs> so it was... Uh, I couldn't believe when they when they told me the story. I was really shell shocked. Yeah, I the only time I ever get even drink too much is when my husband's there to pick me when up. When he's driving, yeah. when he's driving. There's so many more topics we could talk to about about being socially savvy or unsavvy. I don't know if we should talk about them at this day part. 
you know, well, time of day. <laughs> we, we're going to have a couple. But, I think we're going to do a couple of shows on on being socially savvy and single, and try to cover a little bit more detail on different types of of things and looking at because you know listening to you guys and, and talking with other listeners, there is not only is there a need for you know places to meet and but to know nobody knows what the rules are anymore. Everybody is in such a, a disarray. Nobody knows what the rules are and what's okay and what's not okay. And so I think to start establishing a a this is what is generally okay will make it flow a lot better. It, okay, so it's I mean, always okay for the guy to pay for the first date. Well, one, thing, yes, one, one thing I'd like to say <laughs> is that, yes, yes, dating, the whole online dating thing is fairly new, right? But dating itself is not it's not new. It's, no, it's, it's old as hell. It's old as time, right? And so I think that some of the rules, some of the, some of the expectations are always going to be the same, right? So I don't want to be too eager. I don't want to tell some woman that I'm in love with her after 24 hours, right? I mean, like, so oh, you, yeah. you still have to play hard to get. You still have to... Well, at the end of the day, no, men, you men don't and tell women are women. that on the first, second, yeah, third I mean, date. You, yeah. you, you keep everything this under wraps. I don't really give too much of my personal information right off the bat. Well, and it's I think, on Facebook, of course. I think that feeds, <laughs> yeah, on Facebook, everything's yeah. out there. But I think that feeds into it. Whether you, and this even goes when you're married. I mean, I've been with the same guy for 26 years, and we're constantly learning new things about each other. Because here's the joke, you know, everybody, when you're single, you say you have all these great things. When you're married, you know, you say you have all these great things, and then you look at the other person, you go, oh, you have it so much better. And then from a married point of view, I'm looking at it going, you guys have no idea the compromise. But there's always that aspect. Even when you're married, you're constantly changing. So the game is constantly changing. You're still having to do some of those little little things that you did when you were dating. Otherwise, number one, you lose their interest, and that's when they go trotting off somewhere else. Um, and number two, it should be treated more like um, a date when you go out and spend time with anybody, whether it's your first date, your second date, your 50th date, your 100th date. I think if we all kind of take it from the same that aspect, you can enjoy it more all the way around. Well, you know, one thing that I I enjoy when I go when I'm on a date is when you're you're there to to talk to the other person. So obviously, like when people start looking at their phone all the time, or be interested texting, in the person oh you're with. God, this, Body that language. Is a, that is yes. the, the first turn off for me. The second that a woman starts texting more than once or twice, then you know that shows to me that she's not interested. So yeah. I'm not interested in being there anymore either. So, okay, yeah. so here's a question for you. If if you're with somebody and um and you want to text somebody, go to the ladies' room or go to the men's room. Take a, excuse yourself, go do your text and come back. They don't need to know about it, just like they don't need whoever's paying the bill. Yeah, but you know, if I saw him doing that, then I'd be like, mm-hmm, he's texting his fiance. But, but you know, if you right, but, you know, there are times you when you just send it. a text. I mean, like, there's you have to send a text sometimes when you're with somebody. Yeah, that's when you take when you you take two seconds to say, excuse me. Yes, I need to send communicate. Text. I, you know. Let me send one text out and I'll be done. And yeah. Then, you know, cause it's a, I understand that people have to send texts. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I, I like to be able to let them know what I'm doing, that I'm not texting even, booty even calls. Even going a step further over. than that, you know, you know, preface it up front when you meet the, her for the date. Say, hey, look, you know, this is a situation. I'm, I, I'm waiting for someone to get back to me. I may need to send a, a text in the middle of our date. I just want you to be aware of that. And I'll let you know. I just want to be respectful up front right now before, you know, you think something bad. Because then when you do that, then it's okay. You've already yeah. diffused that up front. Let's look at you two are gentlemen. That's good. Can I have a date with one of you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, um, you want to buy a date with me? Oh, yes. That's a, a perfect yeah. segue. That's yeah. a perfect – God, I'm so good. I don't even know it. Such a perfect segue, which um, – 
talking about being a socially savvy single, Cameron Wong is going to do just that by um, giving of himself literally um, for charity. No, he is literally giving them. I mean, it's, okay, it's going to cost some money. This is perfect. But um, nothing's free, Tracy. I know, no, no especially you. You're going to pay out the big um, bucks for Cameron on Wednesday. So Cameron <laughs> is going to be one of several um, bachelors. But there's also bachelorettes up on the auction block to benefit um, a really great um, nonprofit called Bean, which uh, they're going to tell us more about. But also, which then further is going to benefit. Um, a nonprofit called the Rwanda Girls Initiative, which I know something about. So, do you want to take it away and tell us about what the event? So, is? if you say, yeah, Cameron, cool. you've got you're you're a bachelor. Yeah, I'm one of the bachelors, but, but you have my friend Ann Boo here is yeah. one of the VPs for Bean, and so let me introduce her. Wonderful. Hi, I'm Ann Boo. Hello. I'm the vice president of marketing for Bean Seattle. And I am thrilled and delighted that Cameron accepted uh, to be a bachelor, especially since I nominated him. He okay, was, that's great. I love that. He was that. the first on my list. Well, that made it easy. He said yes. So then the other nine kind of fell into place. Or yes. Actually, I think there's nine bachelorettes and eight bachelors. Nice. So lucky number 17. I think we've had that for the last couple of years. And the event is Wednesday the, night? Yes. The event is Wednesday night starting at 7 p.m., at uh, 88 Keys in Pioneer Square, mm-hmm. and so it's benefiting Rwanda Girls Initiative. So uh, Bean benefits a local charity every year. We have a campaign called Think Global, Act Local, or TGAL for short. And each year with TGAL, all of the Bean chapters all over the world pick a single global cause that we can raise money and awareness to. So last year it was about uh, microfinance and the impact that we can do through small um, loans and funds towards local charities, and we raised over $15,000 for Vitana to provide uh, microloans to students who wanted to pursue uh, higher education in developing countries. And this year, the cause is girls' education. So partnering with Rwanda Girls Initiative on developing a sustainable model to educate girls in developing countries. Well, and um, supporting girls' education around the the world is so important because um, there's all those statistics that they say in terms of if you educate the girls and the women, the health, the community, and in its entirety kind of lifts up. And the Rwanda Girls Initiative was started by two local women, correct? Yes, two local women. And what's amazing about it is they didn't necessarily know exactly what they were going to do. They just knew that they were extremely passionate about a cause. They're passionate around their own children's education and thinking that there are so many kids, especially girls all over the world, who don't get those sort of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And we got to actually meet one of the girls that were benefiting in Rwanda. Her name was Solange. We met. She was. She happened to be in Seattle what a couple months ago for medical. Um, she had a medical issue, and so they flew over to Seattle to get that treated. And um, what's wonderful is she's one of eight kids, and wow. her mother can't afford for them to go to high school. Because you have to pay for high school in countries like Rwanda. And so she's the first person in her family to actually get to go to high school because of what uh, Rwanda Girls Initiative is doing. And her favorite uh, subjects are physics and chemistry. I don't meet very many <laughs> wow. 17-year-old okay, girls so yeah, that's, that's in a girl with countries. a serious brain. Love that. Exactly. And, so, and she wants to be a doctor. And now she doesn't. it's not just that she has an education, but she has a hope and a promise for her future in a country where most girls by that age are married and they might have a kid and if their husband isn't really great to them they might be infected with HIV or AIDS 
and they pass yeah. it on to their children. And so she can actually have the opportunity to, to make start, choices. Yeah, to make choices and start that cycle of getting an education. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, with all the different causes that are out there, sometimes we have a tendency to get so inundated. But one of the things that I um, find myself with an affinity is towards education because if somebody's educated, they can make educated choices. And from educated choices, you get, um, you affect more people, you can impact more people, and you have more success um, when you can get past those basics. And that that's amazing. It, what's really great is you guys got to meet one of the, the girls. Yeah, it was a wonderful opportunity. And so that's why we're so passionate about this particular cause, and especially since we got to meet one of the girls. And, uh, I mean, what, what Bean does, if you guys aren't aware of Bean and Bean in Seattle, is it was started in Seattle, and it's a young professionals um, charity, the 501c3 nonprofit, and our whole charter is to create friendships through charitable causes. So we're not your typical charity. We just want people to meet other people, have a good time, and be able to give back in meaningful ways and know that just because you're young, you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, you might not have you know thousands or millions of dollars to attend fancy black tie galas all the time. But you can go to our date auction. Uh, we have an awesome band playing, Outlook Pluto, local band. And so it's fun. $25 if you buy your tickets in advance. And how much bucks. do we think Cameron's going to go for? I think Cameron's going to go, go for a lot, lot of money. He's kind of cute. He's got a good personality. He pays for the first he's date. Hot. I know. Right? Hot, but you know what? It's a date with also his dog, Charlie. And Charlie yeah, is adorable. Yeah, Charlie on the first Charlie date. Charlie is really cute. So... Kinda. What? <laughs> Come on, we're friends. He's hot. Well, I know. Okay, we're friends. So we're, he's we're so hot. Okay, sorry, Cameron, yeah. you're hot. We're right. sorry. Thank you. Are. Hot. Okay, not, I didn't know if that was a pro- a, didn't know if it's socially savvy for me to tell totally, my friend that he's hot. Of course. So okay. all, all I want to say though is that the date is not just with me. It's with me and my dog Charlie. And my dog Charlie is a beagle. He's eight years old, but he's the cutest really little is, yeah. tiny beagle. Cuddly in the guy. World, okay. Yeah. I just bought him a tuxedo, so he's gonna be he's gonna be better OMG, than the I dog's am. Gonna because I'm not wearing a tuxedo. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be. And what? Tell day. us what your date is. So I when I was in college, I was a sushi chef, mm-hmm. and um, since then, I, you know, now I have a you know quote unquote regular job, work nine to five, what have you. But I do have a job, which is better <laughs> than most people sometimes. He can pay for um, you. Yeah, and um, so my date is that it's gonna be with me and my dog Charlie. We're gonna walk around Green Lake, kind of kind of to work up an appetite. And um, I'll be taking whoever wins the date auction to Wajimaya, which is the Japanese grocery store down in the International District, and show them the process of how to pick out the fish for sushi, the, the, the rice, you know, everything like that, everything that goes into making sushi. And then, you know, from there we'll go with her and, you know, a friend would have you to, you know, some kitchen somewhere. And then I'll show them the basics, how to roll, knife safety, um, um, how to cut the fish and so on, and then, you know, whatever they make, they can eat, and then after that, then I will make them a full-on four-course Japanese dinner. Very nice. Okay, you, yeah. Um, can I bid on you? Yeah. Hello. So, if so, this event is happening on Wednesday. So, yeah. how can people be involved if they're single? Obviously, they can show up to the event and try to win a date with Cameron or one of the bachelorettes if they happen to be so inclined. Um, but if, you know, like married people and how how can other people support these events and be a part of them? So this is not just for single people. We actually have silent auction packages for people who can be single or not single. There are stuff like private yoga lessons, sailing tours, oh, nice. fencing lessons, stuff like that. that oh, you, don't, you don't have to be in a relationship or yeah. be single or whatever to be there. You, it's fun. 
Um, so anyone can show up. Because, again, it's all for the charity, right? It's all yeah. for charity. And you can bid on someone even if you're in a relationship. So my boyfriend and I <laughs> Oh, so you could bid on somebody and give it to your best friend as a present. Or No, my boyfriend and I are bidding on Cameron. Oh. Because ah, you want, like, we you want, want, you want him okay. to make the but dinner. But the thing is, he's, he, we actually cheated and we've had sushi made by Cameron, and it's amazing. So Oh, yeah. that's too cute. I love it. I, I had to show off my sushi skills for Anne. In order to get the uh, nomination, so she has I her boyfriend it. have had my sushi, and so yeah. So oh, and one of the things I do have a role named after me called the Wham Bam. Thank you, Cam. So oh, that wow. is a you know that's my selling point. But yes, that is. So um, what what do you think will be? The, I mean, it's just however is there a low like do, do they all start out at a certain bid or? So generally, what we do is I think starting bid is around fifty percent of the fair market value of whatever. Uh, the item is, and to okay. also the bachelors and bachelorettes—they're single, but it's, this is not. This is for charity. It's not necessarily romantic. So we emphasize the fact that they all come with associated date packages. It's not just mm-hmm. Cam. Cam has a date package, mm-hmm. and so it's so bachelors <laughs> and bachelorettes start at 50% of the fair market value of their date packages. And some of the other dates are plane rides. There's one of their other bachelor who Cameron is neck and neck for having the most Facebook likes for, but Matt Winberry is taking a lucky person, whoever wins the bid, to on a uh, seaplane ride to Victoria, followed by a zipline tour. So there's tons of different packages, ropes course and wine tastings, salsa lessons, and um, fantastic dinners, helicopter tours. Okay, so I think this really is the epitome of being socially savvy and single. Is It's a very creative way. You're supporting organizations. You're supporting um, people who maybe would not have a, a chance to have certain opportunities, and you get a, a, an amazing way of meeting people. Exactly. It's really, really fun. So, you know, I've been single for about a year and a half, and one of the first groups I joined was Bean. And I, I heard about them through a friend and you know, because I just needed – some sort of outlet of finding things I could do and meeting new people. And um, so I, I went, started going to Bean, and one of the first, actually the second event I went to was the Bean Date Auction last year. And, you know, and it was a great way to meet friends. Everybody's dressed up. Everybody looks great. Just really fun. And, again, it's, 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 it's no pressure. You know, like it's a date, but it's, it's not, you know, it's not uncomfortable. And, you know, so, yeah, if, if, I, if Anne wins my date, then, yeah, I'll be happy to make sushi for her and her boyfriend. <laughs> Well, things like Bean and Seattle Works and other non, uh, you know volunteer organizations are really good because you are doing something where you're passionate about it and, and you're going and doing improving your communities, but also meeting hopefully cool friends, but also potential dates. It's better than online dating. That's how I've met most of my friends. That's how I yeah. met my boyfriend. It's a wonderful way to meet people and also get to know your community better by giving back a little bit. And where do we get tickets? So for more information, go to seattle.beanonline.org or facebook.com slash beanseattle. And okay. bean is B-E-A-N, bean. Well, thank you for so much for being a part and um, you know explaining to this to us to us. And Cameron, for being a bachelor, we're really excited to hear how it all turns out. And, and I want dollars. I want to know the second that it drops. I want live information on Facebook. So I just don't want to be the lowest guy. That's oh, there's no way that'll happen. <laughs> there's no way that'll happen. Well, thank you so much, and we're really excited to to support and be a part of this. So. Okay, Mr. Michael, I All right, think you I got get a guest to enjoy next to our here. yummy, yummy goodies. I know. <laughs> so uh, we have here at the uh, the Crown, uh, the Seattle Crown Hotel, the executive chef, or sous chef, um, uh, Hammond, Sh- Sh- Sage Hammond. 
excuse me. Uh, and he's going to talk a little about something he popped in front of me right here. It's a little seared tuna something here. What we have here is a sesame seared ahi tuna. Um, it's got a sesame ginger sauce, soy sauce, pickled ginger. Um, served rare. So this is one of your happy hour. Happy hour items, yes. So talk to about, talk to us about your happy hour and what you guys do here. What's that? What's that time look like? Uh, we do it from four to seven, and between five thirty and six thirty, we also do free apps, which like pizza and wings. Very cool, very cool. Uh, he also brought over to us uh, a drink here that's in front of us. It's called the Crown Royale. It's got Crown Royal, uh, uh, peach schnapps, some orange juice, and a little bit of cranberry juice. It's very delicious. Okay, I have to tell you, when you said Crown, I was scared because I don't. I know. I yeah. will run away from Crown because <laughs> I thought it was coming over straight. And then I tasted this. is So for those girls... Who is it is yummy? Tracy's <laughs> like, is it yummy? For those girls who want to impress their guy who loves Crown, this is the perfect way of drinking Crown. Very nice. It is. So I believe you also have some other um, appetizers you're going to introduce us to. And um, Michael, you can't crowd that. You you have to pass that around. We all get to taste it. All of us. I'll growl. I'll bite too. <laughs> I gotta say that's a good happy hour. Last happy hours end at six, which always makes me a sick because I don't get there till six. Oh, that looks good, too. Okay, what's that? Uh, that's Ask Sage. These are black and beef medallions with a Grand Manier orange sauce. They look delicious. That looks delicious. So like, it's a Grand Marnier sauce? Is it like a coulis or what kind of? It's a reduction of Grand Marnier orange juice, a little heavy cream. All right. Very nice. Looks really good. <laughs> that is delicious. I'm still chewing. That That's is not socially savvy. Really I'm just got to tell you. Well, no, I, I'm not drooling. And you can't see my food. Very good. I'm just kidding. Uh, that was really nice. Uh, so, well, we got something else here. Stuff's just coming out of the kitchen. What's, what's, what's the stage? It's uh, coconut fried shrimp with a mango salsa, mango chipotle salsa. Mm. Now, are these all on your happy hour menu? Oh, so what are the what are the price ranges of your, um, your appetizers? I believe from 6 to $10. Okay, very nice. So this would be a nice place to take a date where the guy pays for the first date. Yeah, yeah that would be yeah, nice. See, it doesn't have to be expensive. It would be nice. No, exactly. You can still have a nice time. Exactly. Be creative, too. Exactly. You know? this, is, this is very nice. All right. Yeah, all right. So let's move right along here. Should we go into the Duchess Report in terms of um, so. what is coming up this week? Uh, yes, and it's brought to you by Pop Chips. Never fried, never baked. Think pot, pot chips. Okay, she's still eating, which, <laughs> which Man, is really not good. Man, that plate over here. Okay. It must be really good. I got to do it. So, what's come, Mike, Michael, you wanted to talk about something that's coming up on, uh, well, I guess I should go first because, I mean, only because it's happening that, well, tomorrow night. Yeah, because uh, the trade's um, getting passed to me, so. The, 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 the Chick Chat Spa Story at the Red Door Spa is happening tomorrow night. It is sold out, though, which yay for us, but sad for you if you don't yet have a ticket. Um, so that's where everybody comes and gets a little pampering and uh, mini spa service, and we have lots of wine and cocktails and and all around mixing and mingling with chicks. So that's fun. Um, but then, as we already said, Cameron already said, we have the um, bean date auction, which is Wednesday, August twenty fourth, from seven p.m. to eleven p.m. at eighty eight Keys, um, down in Seattle. So you know about a lot about that. Tickets are twenty five dollars in advance, thirty dollars at the door. And um, yeah, they gave us 
It's facebook.com slash Seattle is one place where you can get tickets. Um, and the Kind Truck will be coming to the Seattle area again August 18th through September 11th. So watch for tons of really fun events helping them help support our communities. And Michael has a really fun event that he wants to talk about, um, the all-white party. You said you went to this um, last year? I did. Uh, <laughs> caught me with sushi in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, okay, yes, now you know uh, how it so... feels. Now, <laughs> you know, th- this is one of the things. When you come to the, the live broadcast, you, a lot of these different <laughs> locations will treat us to these different foods, and mm-hmm. sometimes we have they talk a little bit longer, so we have time to like actually chew, and other times we don't. But mm-hmm. um, they're always fun to come down. The sushi is off the hook with that little sauce they got on it. I love it. It's really good. And, you know, this is why we do this, because we want to introduce you guys to new places, maybe mm-hmm. places you wouldn't have even thought of, like like Seattle Crown Hotel. A lot of people mm-hmm. wouldn't think that um, the hotel bars have these fabulous happy hours. So, you know, if you're within walking distance or you're at a, a meeting or something, pop into uh, a place like this and check out their happy hour, because they're yummy food. It is. So back to uh, the what, what's going on around Seattle. Yes. Uh, Are you going to be there? Uh, on Friday is the all-white party over at Matthews Estates Winery. And it's a lot of fun. I, like Tracy said, I went last year. Uh, literally everyone wears white. Uh, last year they had a big tent. Uh, they had uh, a DJ come out and play music. It's dancing. Uh, they have discounts on wine. Uh, and it's just and on a nice night, and it's it's a lot of fun. And they have uh, light snacks, hors d'oeuvres. They had like sliders and that kind of thing last year. So and some hummus, and you know it was really good. Okay, well it says on a Facebook invite that there's 1,312 people attending, which you know that means it'll be more only, like 600. Only 500. Um, <laughs> but pre-sale tickets have been sold out, and anyone else wanting to come um, is still welcome. But walk-ups are $25 at the door. So does this mean you have to wear all white? I guess. Yes, you do yes, have to wear idea. all white. Okay, you do. And, and is it a dressy affair? Well, it, I mean, that's important to know. It, it, that, you're right. That is very important. It's actually real. It actually is uh, uh, semi formal. You know, it's it's nice. I saw white dresses. Um, I wore a nice white shirt uh, and um, actually really light beige uh, Cuban style pants. That's oh, last. It was okay. really nice. Uh, so linen pants would be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, linen okay. pants for guys. It's, Perfect. Right. Very good. Uh, like but yes, Cuban it was very. It was, it, look. Well, you, you know, it's uh, you want to leave it in first impressions. You know, we, uh, I know early in the show in the broadcast we talked about you know first impressions. So uh, if you're single and you're out there, that's that's you know you got to look good. And uh, if everyone else around you looks good, everyone has a good time. Uh, it's a white party, so a lot of white wine. Uh, you can buy by the bottle, by the glass. They is do have only, red wine. Is it only white wine? No, they do red wine too. Okay. But they have really good deals on the white wine. So. Well, last time I wore my white dress to Fancy's birthday party, I only drank white wine, and somehow I got red wine splashes on it. So <laughs> well, it was so busy. I think someone probably bumped into I you. I think it was too. That's so socially unsavvy, right? Absolutely. Well, that's cool. Okay, so we can go online, or I guess probably go to Matthew's Estate mm-hmm. um, to get. Oh, actually, pre-sale tickets are sold out, so you just have to walk up to the door and pay twenty-five bucks. And it's, I tell you, it's worth it too. It so it's it. a lot okay. of fun. Um, and and we're all encouraged to cab or somehow carpool. Absolutely, yes, yes. Yeah. So like, get get bring a recovering friend, and they'll mm-hmm. carpool for us. I think that's a good absolutely. Idea. And not only that, but then everyone usually go goes somewhere right after that too. So it's a it's a lot of fun. Yeah, there was a lot of people who went up to Daniel's last year, but um, one of the things I did want to encourage people is check the um, invites on Facebook if you're on Facebook because mm-hmm. 
a lot of times last minute they'll be able to make offers and you'll be able to buy last minute tickets. So, you know, check daily and if, if you really want to go because it is a fabulous event. And I'm going to be there clicking later on in the evening. Nice, nice. One other thing that's also going on this weekend, and that was Friday night, um, uh, Saturday over at uh, the Wine World. I don't know if you guys have been to Wine World, but it's uh, 23,000 square feet of wine Huge. goodness. Uh, I'm going to be there personally to uh, pour, uh, representing uh, Niprath Winery uh, out, out of Spokane, Washington, actually. Uh, very amazing wines this guy does. He's really known for his ports. I'm doing four wines uh, from six to eight, and it's free tasting at uh, Wine World. Uh, it's right off of 45th. Uh, and they have significant parking, too. Yes, and it's free parking. Yeah. Uh, adjacent to the building, it's free parking. But I'm, I'm going to be pouring four wines. Uh, I'm going to be pouring an Albareño, which is a beautiful white wine, yeah. uh, a rosé, which, which is a Grenache blend with Syrah. And I'm also going to be doing a Turega uh, Nacional, uh, which is a red wine. It's, uh, it's a beautiful red wine. kind of reminds me a little bit of a, like a Pinot Noir. And then we're going right into a port, which is a Syrah port, and it's uh, flavored with coffee beans and Cinnamon stick, so it's oh, called yummy. the Spanish Nudge, and over at the oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> at the at the Kirkland and Court, <laughs> <laughs> at the Kirkland and Court, uh, they sold actually sold out on the on the second day. So so again, what date is this? Uh, this is Saturday, the twenty seventh of August, Saturday, uh, from six p.m. to eight p.m. Uh, come down, say hi to me. I'll be more than happy to uh, pour. It's free tastings again. Uh, so come on in, uh, be social, be meet savvy, the voice, meet the, and the be silky fun. voice behind this. <laughs> <laughs> so those, there's going to be a lot of people there for this event. So come on in. Uh, they do have a large space. We're going to show you the building, show you what's around, but also have some really yummy um, uh, wines. And then we're going to go down to Smash Wine Bar later on and have some more fun. So, so this is also another great um, thing for maybe a single mixer event. Oh, most right? definitely. Yeah. And have they mm -hmm. opened the, I know that legally, I don't think that they can open the cigar side, but I know they have the cigar room that's sitting there. They do, and they're actually uh, doing a cigar tasting coming up. I have oh. to look on, uh, I believe Please it's called, it's we called Blue Smoke or, or something. Blow Smoke. smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to say, actually, it's like, I'll take a look. You can go onto uh, Wine World's website and take a look. I know okay. it's on there. But um, they have a tent they set up outside in the parking lot to be legal. Oh, there you go. Uh, where they can smoke cigars. And I guess uh, they had a huge turnout last time for it. So this is the second time they're doing it. So Wonderful, wonderful. Very cool. Thank you. Okay, so we are going to move on to the next part of the show, which is our fancy French wood living the fancy life. She is here with us today. Um, she is also host of um, Saki in Seattle, which does Saki tasting. So if you've yeah. ever been curious about Saki, she is definitely your go-to girl, having worked with um, several different vendors um, from all over the world, done tastings for small parties and large parties. So um, fancy Tell us what's going on, because I know you've got a really cool giveaway that um, most of our listeners are waiting for. And anybody who's here who has not given us their business card, mm -hmm. what is it we're giving away again? Okay, so now's the time to come up and put your business, business card, card in the jar here uh, for our drawing. And if you don't have a business card with you, your information Write it on a napkin. Be, yeah, written on a napkin would be great. This segment, Live in the Fancy Life, is sponsored by Fourth Wind Travel Club. And today I'll be giving away a three- to four-night stay in Vegas. Oh, my God. I thought it was two. Huh? I love it. I know. I, I double-checked before I left. I'm like, oh, no. I'm, I, I I'm authorized win. to give away more. <laughs> I want to win. And this will be, well, you have a choice of several hotels, uh, the Mirage being one, Planet Hollywood, Valleys, and more. I think Excalibur is also on the list. 
So, oh, and also a free membership to Fourth Wind Travel with your own personal travel consultant. So that's oh, that's a this. huge prize. So please make sure that you get your business card into the jar for the into drive. The jar. And I want to make a, a quick little insert. I know that there was some fuss on Facebook about something that somebody high up said about travel agents. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to stay out of the political area, but do understand that there are travel agents out there and they are still very involved. They they actually, you know, we think that we can go to the Internet and we can shortcut it and we can get the best service. Those travel agents have been doing this for decades. They have the relationships. They know the areas. They actually, a lot of these travel agents go tour. They know what you want. Um, you can talk to somebody and they will walk you through and figure out an experience that you're going to enjoy. So if you're going to spend money on a vacation, going to a travel agent is going to benefit you way, way more than trying to fish through the Internet and, sure. and do it. So um, your sponsor for that, who, if we were looking for a travel agent, who would we call? So this is Fourth Wind Travel Club, and you can contact me. I am a represent. I do not work for this company. They are just a sponsor, but I'm kind of there as they get up and running and launching their their new platform. I'm kind of the the person, the contact, the go to person. Love yes. it. Awesome. Okay. So a couple of things I wanted to mention. Definitely like my fan page on Facebook. It's Living the Fancy Life, so that you can be aware of when we're doing these giveaways on the Socially Savvy Broadcast. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm battling a cold right now. And, you know, so remember these days, it ain't easy being fancy, but it's necessary. So I'm here to do this giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tomorrow, I wanted to bring attention. I have a really good friend that's in kind of a non-traditional role. She is interviewing tomorrow on um, The Athlete Within You. It's a new radio, online radio program. And she is the owner of Arena Connection. She's actually a scout for offensive linemen for Arena Football. So she's being interviewed oh, wow. tomorrow night. So if uh, I believe the interview starts at 8 o'clock and it's online, talk radio, you can check my Facebook page for the link to that show. But I think it's just really interesting. And this is so I'll go back and define kind of living the fancy life. It's sort of a play on my name, but really what it means is that you're pursuing your life's dreams, your goals, your objectives. Um, regardless of the economy or whatever obstacles you're coming into contact with, you know, and so I'm really inspired by this person who she's the only uh, offensive lineman scout for arena football, uh, probably for any football, uh, but, I, but I think it's going to be a really interesting and inspirational story to listen to. So if you have an opportunity to do that, um, it, she'd love to have your support. And her name is Tina Timboy. She'll be interviewed by the author of the book, The, the Athlete Within You, and his name is Mike Margulis. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes, so that's pretty exciting. Especially jumping right into football the way it is with our, our game this last weekend. As sad as that was. <laughs> but we, we won are, the first game. <laughs> we are officially I'm football wearing my season. I saw that, yes. She, it's kind of a Living the fancy life means you're going to support no matter what. Speaking of football, <laughs> yes. so I met at the Washington Wine Auction Gala. Oh, what? Drew Bledsoe. Aww. He's so cute. He's, he's really very, tall. And he's very nice. He's really nice, and his wife was adorable. I asked her first if I could ask him for his autograph, and Aww. she said, sure. That's all. See, that's, that's socially savvy. savvy. Yes. <laughs> okay, Tracy. kudos for Tracy. Yeah. You're just such an iconic figure for the socially savvy person. She scares me. <laughs> okay, then I wanted to mention, you all know that I am doing technical recruiting, so my job announcement for this week, I'm looking for someone. This is for an immediate hire for a product test supervisor to lead two teams. I need someone with a BS, five-plus years software and hardware application QA experience. So send your resumes or inquiries to me at fancy at seattlesearchgroup.com. Okay, I just want to clarify something. You say BS. 
Bachelor of Science. I know, but not what? bullshit. But I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if you're thinking the BS, it's an NBS. No bullshit, because we are serious times now. You've got to know your stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, thank you, Fancy. Yes, thank you. And at the end of the show, when we get um, off air here, we're going to be drawing for um, the prizes that we have. We have a bottle of wine. Um, we have the uh, several nights stay in um, Vegas. Vegas. And um, oh, and then yeah. we have a couple of wine tastings, um, complimentary wine tastings at Chateau Saint Michel for some of their higher end wines. Awesome. So, um, this is why you show up for these events because then you actually get to ha- to have an opportunity to enjoy these. Um, okay, we're going to bounce back a little bit now that we've had a chance to indulge in some of the happy hour foods and beverages, which we, again, want to thank Seattle Crown Hotel for. Uh, it is this fabulous little hotel on the corner. It's within walking distance of pretty much most of the main attractions in downtown Seattle. If you're walking to Pike Place Market, you're probably going to get a little bit of a workout, but mm-hmm. it's definitely doable. You know, the Trade Center, all that kind of stuff. Um but fabulous hotel, wonderful staff, uh, very warm, friendly environment. And I think you always meet interesting people at, at um, hotel bars. You do. You do yeah. because they're they're living life. Yeah. Right. Well, because they're, they're usually life. in from someplace else. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. I think it's very fun. So we want to thank them. Um, and we wanted to bounce back uh, to end the show. Uh, I'm going to do the thank yous for our sponsors. And then I want to end with two more of the socially unacceptable because, of course, that's always been my favorite topic. Um, for all you socially savvy fans out there, be sure to like us on Facebook page to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our secret sponsors. At the end of every month, um, we will announce the winners of those people. So when you like us on Facebook, you get automatically entered into drawings every month. So definitely go there and like us. Um, we want to thank our sponsors today, our um, Dinah's Delights, uh, Pop Chips, Paps Beer, um, Galaza Energy Drinks, Sweet Talk Wipes, um, Cascade Ice, Views and of course um, Seattle Crown Hotel. Okay, so girls, you're gonna love this. Uh, the last two socially unacceptables brought to you by Pop Chips. Number one, to be ungracious when approaching someone as a single, and you find out that they're not single. I, I can I chime in? Oh yes, quick, please. Oh, because yeah. I'm not single, and but I'm approached by lots of singles, and yeah. it's usually it's on Facebook, and it's incredibly annoying because I know that my status says married. So yeah, and just, look, it would be the equivalent to approaching someone that's wearing a wedding ring. It's it's inappropriate and it's unacceptable, and especially after the person kindly tells you, it just in case you didn't look at my status on Facebook. You can bring this up every show. Does no, it really no, no, no. I don't bring time? this happens no, but, to I mean, me on a daily basis. Really? I don't bring this up all the time, but it's happened this week probably 16 times. And you tell the person, you know, nicely. Well, thank you for the compliment. Did you take a moment to look at my by the same person? Mar- no, no. It's <laughs> oh, like she wants to get the bottom of that. Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's that's where the phrase "be gracious about it" because if you if you approach and maybe you weren't quite paying attention or maybe the ring finger was you know tucked in their pocket or right. something, if somebody says you know hey I'm not married, do not make the statement that doesn't matter. It's annoying. Ooh, or keep pursuing rude. it after they tell. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. You know. Okay, and we're going to end with. Um, Socially, un- it is socially unsavvy for um, people who say right off the bat, "I have kids, but don't worry, they don't live with me," <laughs> and try to downplay the fact that you have kids. That's completely socially unacceptable. Oh yeah, isn't that you bad? know the way a person handles their relationship with their kids if they're divorced tells a lot about who they are. So don't don't swipe things under the carpet. Don't try to play things off. If you're mm-hmm. single and you're out there and you're trying to make an impression and you're and you want to meet people. 
value who you are, value your lifestyle, and the people that you approach will value you equally. Don't try to play it down. And have good grooming. Good grooming and good manners. And compliments are always welcome. I just want to clarify. Compliments compliments are welcome. You have to know where that boundary is of getting too personal. Yes. So thank you, everybody, for being a part of the Socially Savvy Show this um, week. And we look forward to next week at Amazon Grow. Um, Come down and visit with us. Give us your opinions. We look forward to seeing you all next week. Ciao. Ciao.